Welcome to Season 5 of A Love Worth Dying For Podcast. This season, we discuss wisdom and how we can use it to defend our marriages from the foolishness of the world and our flesh, as well as being a benefit and blessing to the success of our families to the glory of God. Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms for additional content, and please share our podcast to those who would gain from information. We are Joseph and Janelle Banks. Let the conversation continue. How's it going? Welcome to A Love Worth Dying For. I am Joseph. And I'm Janelle Banks. Hope you've been having a great week. And before I get started, I just want to just read this verse, which kind of goes into what this episode is about. But I just thought it was um, really good, especially when it was one of the further readings from the last episode, episode 98. But it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 12 through 16. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God, which things we also speak not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. But a natural man does not accept the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually appraised. But he who is spiritual appraises all things, yet he himself is appraised by no one, for who has known the mind of the Lord, that he will instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. And the word appraise in those verses um, means investigate. You know, so, you know, uh, investigate or to um, to to examine, uh, examine, examine, account for. So that's so that's what that word means in those verses. And that's kind of what this this particular episode is about. It's about this gift that God freely gives. Are we actually attaining these gifts? You know, are we are we attaining wisdom? Um, which is the specific gift we're talking about. So we, I want to read that just to kind of give you a overview of or a look into this particular episode we're going to talk about. So we mentioned in the last episode that wisdom is attainable and we even talked about where it comes from. Um, although it can be easily attained, many don't acquire wisdom or, or better yet, what scripture defines as wisdom because we want to make sure that the things that we are growing in for our family and our marriages are defined by scripture and not just defined by what we feel or what we think just our opinion so are we actively seeking and growing in it you know are we growing in wisdom and in this episode we're going to hope that we'll be able to um, know what is or how do we attain um, for ourselves and our and our marriages wisdom and not only that how do we apply that to our our daily living so when we give our life to Christ and for anyone who's just listening to our podcast for the first time everything which we deal with marriage and deal with family stems from a biblical worldview because we see that if we're not understanding who God is we're not understanding what his word is, 
then we won't really get the benefits and really the blessings out of life that God wants for us, what he requires of us um, in the the right way. So we want to make sure that everything is done um, from a biblical point of view. So all of our episodes from all the seasons that we have um, produced A Love Worth Dying For has been from a a biblically centric um, focus and from a Christ exalting focus. That's that's our goal. That's our aim. And we pray as we we seek Christ, um, we grow in him that he will allow us um, through this uh, podcast, through this means to be able to um, glorify him and to also help ourselves to grow, but also our right. listeners. Most definitely. So when you give your life to Christ, you are embarking on uh, what we feel and what we, what any Christian would say is the greatest journey of man. A life made new by the creator of the world, by the message and transforming work of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, this new life is a gift from God. Um, for, for no one can achieve it or even attain salvation out of his own deeds or merits. It's not something that you can can work work for. Um, but it is something that when you receive it, you. that you want to work for the Lord. You want to <laughs> right. to serve him in the things that you do. I and, guess that's kind of like the irony because I think a lot of people think one comes before the, the, other, the other. But mm-hmm. it's like, no, once he's made you new and he's done that finished work, um, then you see it um exhibited in your life as you work out uh, your salvation based on what he tells you to do. Right, because you can't do that in a sinful state and then expect the God who is perfect and righteous to receive that. So, you know, because it's working backwards if that's the case. But I or guess, you're working for yourself. <laughs> working for yourself. As, as You think you're working as your own God. So, of course, that's because of the sinful nature in us humans produced by the fall of man in Genesis 3. Um, so, if in the gift of salvation are additional gifts we are blessed with, you know, we talked about how the fruit of the Spirit is a, is, is a gift for, for spiritual service unto the Lord. But there's other things that God blesses us with. And wisdom is one of these, one of these things. Um, as it says in James 1, um, verse 17, Every good, every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. So we have access to wisdom because God enlightens us through his word, everything we need to know about God and the life before him. So that's definitely a great blessing that he would, you know, freely give these things to us and you know, because of that, just like someone has told us about the gospel, we should go and share it also because we are the mouthpieces and the, the trumpets of the Lord. And that's how the word gets about um, around the world about who he is, is through us. And now we have technology and means to touch people in places we couldn't touch. Um, but it's just another, another form of, you know, to, of the Great Commission that we can share that 
and that others can be enlightened and then attain these gifts from God that he um, gives to us so, so greatly. So there are main ways we can attain God's wisdom. Um, but the, the, what should I say? There are many ways we can attain um, or, or many ways we can get this wisdom of God. But there are three which we want to um, really talk about. And that's prayer, faith, and wise counsel. Um, one of the best examples in scripture of praying for wisdom um, is from King Solomon, 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 3 through 15. And when you read that, it really shows that, you know, God asking Solomon, you know, what, what, what do you want me to do for you? And Solomon asked for wisdom because he's given this kingdom from his father and he asked that he had wisdom. And God granted it them. Not only did he grant him wisdom, but he blessed him immensely with, with things he didn't even ask for. And he even told Solomon, you know, you didn't even ask for these things, but you asked for wisdom. And because of that, I'm going to grant what you asked for. Plus, I'm going to give you these other blessings from me. And that's that's a testament to us, you know. Now, hey, we can go to the Lord in prayer. And that's the first, you know, prayer. And we've taught many times in these, in these episodes and in, in these seasons of a love worth dying for about prayer how it is um, important mm. and um, one of the verses from Psalm 119 verse 18 says open my eyes that I may behold wonderful things from your law that um, that uh, that that long uh, chapter 119 and in there you know we, we have prayers to God and he, he asks him to open his eyes so that he can so that he can you know see the things God is giving him but there's another verse that really deals with prayers in 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 9 through 14. Could you read that? Okay. So, 1 Kings chapter 3, 9 through 14 says, So give your servant an understanding heart to judge your people, to discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge this great people of yours? It was pleasing in the sight of the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. God said to him, Because you have asked this thing and have not asked for yourself long life, nor have asked riches for yourself, nor have you asked for the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself discernment to understand justice. Behold, I have done according to your words. Behold, I have given you a wise and discerning heart, so that there has been no one like you before you, nor shall one like you arise after you. I have also given you what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that these will not be any so that there excuse me will not be any among the kings like you all your days if you walk in my ways keeping my statutes and commandments as your father david walked then i will prolong your days so janelle just read those verses and that's the actual word of the lord of of um god speaking to Solomon. That's the actual text 
except for my par unlike my paraphrasing. <laughs> but you know, that's that, that was a blessing that God was able to give that to him, plus more. So prayer is definitely needed, and that's something which we have to make sure that we constantly surround ourselves with is prayer, but specifically prayer for wisdom. Because there's gonna be a lot of different things in our family which we're going to have to make decisions on. There's a lot of things in our local assembly that um, local churches that we're gonna have to pray about. There are a lot of things within um, just just dealing with um, the enemy. Just life. I mean, and, and you life, know, your jobs, your most definitely relationships. Things that come through social media that that can affect us, so that mm. we see. Um, it's a lot of things that's, that's coming, you know, in a worldwide whirlwind pace. Politics, now. Um, politics, religion, things are coming in a whirlwind yeah. pace, and it's we're getting information by the second. And you know, I think the the good thing is we have that available access. Right. Okay. Is is there? Um, but it needs to be filtered through. It needs to be examined. And I think. The problem with it coming so fast is we don't take the time to truly examine, like, what does this even really mean? Is this even true? Right. Um, and then how do I process it? And I know even for myself, along with other people, a lot of times we see things, um, particularly with social media, and we're quick to respond, we're quick to share, because it, in that moment, um, it, it, it appeases our, our senses, it appeases our maybe current experience or even previous experiences. It, it tends to appease to our emotions mm -hmm. and we're just so quick to just share it or respond to it without saying like, hmm, that's interesting. Let me see how it lines up with the word of God in, in its entirety. Because some parts may be true. But if the whole thing is not true, then, you know, it, maybe we, we should not share it. Maybe right. we should not respond unless we're responding um, in a way that uh, will glorify God and edify those that are, are, are reading that right. um, particular thing. Because sometimes even in our response, sometimes wisdom means being silent or right. as we're talking about now, prayer. Maybe we just need to pray, pray about, about it. it. Mm -hmm. um, and I know sometimes, even myself, I pray, but do I pray about everything that I should be praying about? And, you know, no, I don't. Um, I should be praying more, as the scripture tells us, um, being fervent in prayer and uh, praying without ceasing. And I know, of course, in, in, in the lives we live, God doesn't necessarily want us just on our knees praying all day and not tending to the life that uh he's given us um but looking at how can i be prayerful even while i'm doing the tasks um that i need to do and then being prayerful before um and after as well most definitely so after prayer we have faith and we know that you know there's a lot of verses which talks about faith for one, faith is a gift from God Himself. So that's another gift. You know, we get it, we get gifts through gifts, which is which is kind of a ironic. But God, God work, works in mysterious ways, as the Bible says. 
But in James chapter 1 verses 5 through 8 it says, But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith, without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Mm-hmm. So we should not doubt. We should, if we definitely desire to, to grow in, in wisdom and we're praying for wisdom, we need to have faith that God is going to give us wisdom because he's not going to give us anything that's going to go against him or his word. Mm-hmm. And that's something we have to be mindful people. You know, we say that God answers prayers. And it's, it's not always the affirmative that God answers prayers. A lot of times God answers prayers by not answering the prayer. That mm-hmm. those things don't come to pass or he's allowing you to go through things to show you something. Mm-hmm. So we need to put our faith and trust in him and that he is going to be um, faithful in, 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 in himself, which he is. God is faithful within himself. We put our faith in God. You know, but God in Himself is faithful. He is perfectly faithful, yeah. and He perfectly is righteous, and 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 His hand upholds all things, and He's just. So, because of that, we need to make sure that we're putting our faith and trust in Him, so that when we go to Him and we desire wisdom, or we go to His Word, trying to trying to find. Um, ways in which we can discern this life that we're living that he will open our eyes and his spirit will will continue to enlighten us mm-hmm. um, through the reading of his word and, the, and through prayer and meditation on his word so this is very very important that that our faith is is not doubting that we're not doubting God and unfortunately I've been reading um, about people who have who are leaving the faith or supposedly quote-unquote leaving the faith because they are now doubting what he said like and that's the greatest temptation or that's the greatest thing that this that the enemy has placed in before us is doubt mm-hmm. it happened since genesis that you know even this um the serpent said to eve you know did god say or you know did you want her her to doubt the word of god and but God has said, you know, and we want to make sure that we are putting our faith and trust in Him and His Word, which is is the is the is the um, is is the opening of His His truth is is the revelation of 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 His of His own Word. Mm. I I guess for me I I. I'm thankful for the word of God and I'm also thankful for the Holy Spirit and his working because you hear of people saying, well, I know the word, I've grown up in the church, hearing the word, reading the word, yet the word is not transforming them. Um, Having planted in their hearts. Right. It's just a reminder of, of the work that God is the one that, um, causes us to see ourselves in the light that we're living in and our true nature of our sinfulness um, and also the light of seeing him as holy and just and sovereign 
and seeing him for who he truly is and and seeing his word as more than just some literature or text like you would read any other book but knowing that when we come to his word that we are being transformed that we're being um renewed as uh was it second timothy 3 uh 16 through 17 talks about you know it's training for the righteousness mm-hmm. um and every good work is 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 for his glory and um right. it's, it's just a beautiful thing to know that the law of the lord is perfect and as it says in psalm 19 um verses uh 17 it says that the law of the lord is perfect restoring the soul the testimony of the lord is sure and making wise the uh simple the things that we we just kind of just look at and uh, we don't really get like god's word helps us to understand it and see it for the way that he purposed it to be right and it's attained by faith you know by grace through faith you know that that we that we can that we can see that God's gracious to us, you know, that He's allowed us to be able to go to His Word and that we can have our faith strengthened. Mm-hmm. We can have our faith um, aligned with Him in His right. Word and that He'll continue to help our marriages and families because we 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 want our families to be faithful families. We want our marriages to be faithful marriages. Mm-hmm. That's just not just a good marriage, just because the world says, "Oh, y'all, y'all are doing good." But we want God mm-hmm. to be pleased with how we run our marriage and our families, and mm-hmm. to be wise in the decisions that we make. So we definitely um, gotta have faith and not not denying or doubting what God has said in His Word or what He has promised to us as as believers in Christ. All right. I wanted to also add uh, verse eight. From Psalm 19, um, the precepts of the Lord are right and rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. And I think sometimes we think that God's word is, you know, just so hard and harsh sometimes. But we have to realize that as he's transforming us, there's a joy that comes. There's a rejoicing that comes. And even in our marriages we need to come to that place of rejoicing um in god's word but also joyce rejoicing with one another right and in that verse says it lightening our eyes yeah it's, it's, it's allowing us to see things and that's what wisdom does we we see things more clearly we see mm. the connection between things and we can make better decisions and perfectly wise decisions don't say we're not going to mess up we're not going to make mistakes or we're going to you know um end up making even unwise decisions not saying that but we're because of of the salvation we have and a changed heart god will then reveal those things to us so we can go to his throne of mercy and grace to ask him for forgiveness and to ask him to open our eyes once again And then the third aspect to how to attain this wisdom of God that he has freely given to us is is one of the ways which I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier is, you know, wise counsel, you know, that there's somebody there to inform us, to to tell us about 
God, um, whether that's from um, a pastor, whether that's from a, a counselor, whether that's from your spouse, whether that's from your parents or grandparents or somebody of the faith who is older than you. You know, we, we have people who has who are giving us the word of God. And there's been so many times for Janelle and I that there have been people who have given us advice mm-hmm. or have told us, you know, of, of this is how to do this. And we pray that we can be that for somebody. Hopefully as parents, we can be that for our children. Right. And or anybody else who we have um, authority over mm-hmm. in our in our lives, whether it's um, a ministry at church or I know Janelle works with the kids at, at church for choir so that she could be a wise counsel for them. Mm. But we, we definitely desire that that we grow um, in Christ and grow in wisdom by adhering the words of wise counsel. And in Proverbs 1.5, it says, to receive instruction in wise behavior righteousness justice and equity so that's something we want to do we want to receive that instruction um so that we can be able to make better decisions and so we can live the life that glorifies god Mm. and one of the biggest verses and uh you know it's something that you can read through is Mm. titus 2 where it talks about the the elder older man and the older woman and how they are to instruct the younger man and the younger woman. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful um, scenery of how the youth learn that these people who have gained all of this experience and have lived before the Lord for a long time can then give their wisdom to the young, for the young man and young woman. Mm-hmm. So then they could be... Um, or, or even, you know, the immature. Sometimes you may have young people being able to share wisdom uh, with older people. So I think in, in the spiritual sense, it's, it's, it's more looking at the, the maturity of the spirit man um, right. as well. Although we still can learn from those that are older as well, just because they've lived longer, they've probably seen more. Um, so they may not be as knowledgeable of newer techniques or technology or, or new things that are going on in the world, new ideas going on in the world, but they have lived long enough and they know how to live a life of faith. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those are the those are the um, the advice that they give is that this is how you live faithful in right. the world. Persevering. Right. Okay. So you may you may be young and I could learn stuff from you about how to do certain things or how things are attained now in whatever generation the newer generation is mm. but from an older perspective I have lived through things you have not and I have had to go from that to where you are now and be able to maneuver in this world trusting in the Lord mm. and the this same, is how I the did the same this. God that never changes right and, this word and, never changes he never changes right. no matter what the generation is no matter what year it is it's year 2022 now mm-hmm. so if you if the lord allows this um broadcast to live for another 50 100 or 1000 years god is still the same as he was at at the turn of the century right and we might be able to interpret or uh, not interpret excuse me uh, apply it in different ways right 
um, but the, the interpretation, of course, is, is always based on the truth and the knowledge and the word of God and his will for our living. So definitely, um, so definitely we need to, we can attain this wisdom that God so freely gives to us through prayer, faith, and wise counsel. And uh, can it, can, can't, um, you know, uh, one say that wise counsel is very something we really, we really need to to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. People always talk about mentors and and things of that nature, but having somebody who can really help you mm-hmm. and really speak to you um, is really needed because a lot of people try and do things on their own. I know I did when I was younger, try to do things on my own <laughs> and didn't ask for help or just try to figure out and probably made more mistakes and bumped my head more times than I needed to mm. rather than going to somebody who I could um, lean on and ask questions right. and, and, and gain knowledge and wisdom from. Right. And sometimes we have to look at humbling ourselves because sometimes not going for help or asking is, is more of a pride thing. Right. You know, I don't want people to think oh I'm I, I don't know or for them to know the foolish mistakes I've made in the past um, and I think that's the beauty in coming to know Christ through saving faith is we humble ourselves we, we are not no longer living in shame because of you know the sins or the errors that we've made that those things have been washed away and even the current sins and errors that we made make um that those can be washed away because of the finished work that God, Christ has done um for us on the cross so going to him in repentance and and humbling ourselves before others to seek the help that we need so that we could come to a place of um being restored and coming to a place where we can glorify God um and that we can edify the body through the gifts um, that he freely gives to us. Amen. And that's the, that's the greatest way we can attain wisdom is, is through faith in Christ. So further reading. We always give a further reading for our episodes. And I ask you, I did mention Titus 2. That is one. Read Titus 2 because you can learn about the, the older man and older woman, but also James chapter 1, which we brought out a verse from there but James chapter 1 really deals with wisdom and about um, about who God is and 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 how this wisdom looks in our life so I would ask you to read James 1 and also check out Titus 2 because that will give you great insights about um, the older man and the younger man how they both work hand in hand and the older woman and the younger woman how they both work hand in hand so also stay tuned for more discussion on wisdom as we will be looking at how biblical wisdom compares to the world's wisdom in our next episode because there is a difference so we want to be able to make sure that we know the difference when living this life for Christ so thank you for checking out Love Worth Dying For we hope you are blessed by the content make sure to follow us on our social media platforms for additional content and please share our podcast Don't forget to check out our previous seasons for even more information to help your marriages and families. So for a love worth dying for, I am Joseph. And I'm Janelle Banks. Have a great day. God bless.